Are you ready to eliminate your credit card processing fees? Visit www.pairpayments.com and use code Jake for $250 Visa gift card when you join today. Hey, what's up listeners out there? Welcome to the Under Pressure podcast where we're going to discuss things business and under pressure. Today I've got with me Kevin Hargis. Am I saying your last name correct? Hargis. Hargis. Close enough. Hargis. Okay. Uh, Kevin Hargis, he is the owner of Eco Advantage out of Michigan. Uh, Kevin has been in the cleaning industry for 36 years. That's a long time. You've got a lot of experience, brother. Yeah. They do all types of of building service cleanings except janitorial. Yep. Uh, you've been, uh, what, 12 cleaning-related certifications and designations? Yeah, I think that's where it's at. I kind of lost track after a while, but, yeah, <laughs> somewhere around there. That's a lot, a lot from IWCA, BSCAI, and the IICRC. Yep. Um, and from what I understand, uh, you sent me some stuff when I was talking uh, to you back and forth and we were prepping for this. You said you are not ashamed uh, to say that you opened your first business in 1990 and it failed miserably. <laughs> yep. yep. Yeah. Sure yeah. did. Right down that the was probably, <laughs> I'm sure that was a great learning experience, uh, which is another reason why you're here and yep. a success now, no doubt. Um, yeah. And, and it's funny because I was just on an, uh, a Facebook group today and somebody had put picture uh, they had done a video on basically everything that wasn't working and, and somebody came in and just lambasted him for it and i'm like that's but that's where it's at that those are the things we need to know what doesn't work so when we go out there and we try stuff and we have a little bit of an advantage that's why when people ask me my advice i just say well look, I, I don't always know the right answer but i know a ton of wrong ones so let's just start there. <laughs> yeah. And that's a good place to start. Absolutely. Cause if you can, if you can eliminate mistakes, like I know, okay, yeah, that's a, that screws up. Yeah. I know not to do that. And you can tell me that I'm going to take that advice if I can. <laughs> so, yep. Absolutely. Uh, uh, Kevin, you worked uh, for several companies through the years, but one, you were a vice president of operations for a large janitorial company. And I remember, uh, I took, uh, or I listened to you speak in Vegas at the IWCA convention, which I also spoke at, and, uh, I really enjoyed your class. Uh, I was pumped to walk in the room and, and, uh, I see here your Kevin sleeveless Hargis. Uh, I was pumped when I walked in and you had long hair and you had no sleeves. I felt a little bit at home there. So, (laughs) uh, that was my first impression and it was great. So, um, but I remember you saying in there that uh, you had worked for this company. You were making a lot of money as the the VP for that company. Um, and, and I thought, man, you know, doing business is tough. And, you know, why, why in the world would you leave a perfectly good job making good money, successful position where you don't have the headaches of dealing with, with you know, trying to hire employees and do all that, that mess. And what am I going to do? Where's the money coming from? All you got to do is 
do what they wanted. Why, why would you, why would you leave that to pursue your own thing again? It was really pretty simple. My personal happiness. I, you know, I had an employment contract. I had a company vehicle. I had all the perks, went to all kinds of fancy places for executive seminars and did all those fun things. But when I really sat back and looked at myself and where I was at and then where I was going to go, I wasn't happy. So I said, okay, I'm successful. If you put it all on, on paper, I was successful. But what is my version of success? And that was one of the reasons for my class is what is your version of success? If it's something different than everybody else is telling you. So, oh, you have to put 10 trucks on the road or you're not successful. Well, if that's not your version of success, that's okay. And that's right. where I was at. I, I, it just didn't feel right. And I needed to do something different. And that was a big jump and it was a big risk, but yeah, I, I left all that behind and went back to basically owner operator. That's awesome. Uh, and, and when was it that you made that decision and made this jump to start the eco advantage? Uh, July 9th, 2009. I remember the day. Thousand. Huh? <laughs> yep. Yep. That, that was pro probably a pretty exciting day and, and maybe even a little scary as well. So it was scary, but I've never felt more liberated in my life. Walking out that door into the unknown. Yes, there is that bit of nervousness that set in, but I, I can't even really describe there was a, a lot of things going on in my life at the time and leaving that there and pursuing my, my goals, my version of success. It was, it, it just felt like a huge weight had been lifted off of me so that I could actually breathe. I, I felt like I saw things better and I smelled things, but I mean, it sounds cliched, but it really was this, this huge blanket that had come off. And now the world is just open to me and what do I want to do with it? And what am I going to do to go out and get it? That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, and clearly like hearing you speak, um, you know, you're, you spoke very well. Um, you clearly are successful in your company and you're inspiring other people, which is why I wanted you on the show. So, uh, one thing I did mention is Kevin is also uh, he's in his third year serving on the board of IWCA and yeah. you also serve on four IWCA committees. That's awesome. So, yeah. It's a lot of work, but again, it's very, it's, it's rewarding to be able to give back and see what things that we can do. So like for the IWCA, there's a, a ton of things that we're working on behind the scenes that not everybody sees right away. But then now a year or two down the road, things start happening. This year, it was probably the best convention that we had had in a long time. And there's a lot of work that goes on behind the scenes, but that feels good. And, you know, and that that led goes right in the direction of what my version of success was. So that's why I was passionate about being on the board and yep. why I was passionate about doing the class there. I had done it in uh 2019 at the huge okay. and it was um it was a bit emotional i think i had i can't remember if i talked about it in vegas but 
after the class, we had a young lady that came up to my wife and I, we were walking around the trade show and she came up to us in tears. And oh, she wow. said, my, we, we run a family business. It's me, my brother and my dad. And we felt like we were just doing it wrong because you see all this stuff. Oh, you need to do this. You need to do that. She said, for the first time, I feel good about what we're doing and where we're at. And I'm so inspired and I'm just, I can't wait to get home and see what we can do with this business. When you can touch people like that, you know, in the heart and we're talking about window cleaning and power washing, you know, we're, we're not talking yeah. about some, some huge thing that, you know, uh, motivational talk or anything like that. It was just brass tack stuff. And to yeah. see how people can be touched by that. I, I really wanted to do it and was going to do it last year and it didn't get, uh, we had too much going on, but this year finally got that class in. So that felt great. That's cool. No, it was a great class. And you know, I, you talk about that emotional uh, moment for the, for that lady and, and probably coming up to you, that was probably even a little emotional for you seeing her. Oh, it was. If, it you're, was. if you're anything like me, I'm, I'm one of those people, like somebody's getting emotional and they're, I'm probably, Oh no, I, I shed, a, I shed a few tears, you know, I was, I was like, Oh man, you know, cause it's, I feel so good for her, but then, you know, boastfully, I feel good about myself because oh, I, I actually touched somebody and maybe that was the only person in the class that was touched like that. And that's fine. Yeah. That yeah. that's what they needed to hear. That's what she needed to hear. So yes, success. It's awesome. Uh, we, at Bergflow, we always kind of tell people, we talk about business um, and we help businesses grow and do all these things, but, and it's always fantastic. Like one of the great things is what we hear weekly, like all these achievements and all these things. And one of our sayings is, you know, people always say, well, it's just business. It's not personal. Well, you try telling a business owner, it's just business. It's, it's very personal, right? I mean, you're a person. it's, it's your baby. It's your creation. It's your heart and soul and all these things go into a business. And it, I, it seems to me it is very personal because I see what people go through when they're creating the business and they're trying to grow the business or they're, they're just pouring everything into it uh, because they want to be successful and they want, they want it for their families and they want it for their, their employees and all the things. Yeah. And beyond that is your reputation. You, yeah. You're, you're making a name for yourself. You're making a name for your business. And if something is negative, that, that hits you. And, yeah. and that's a, that's a horrible feeling on the flip side of that. When you get the calls that your customer is ecstatic of the work that you did and how you helped them out and made things happen for them and, and, your customer might be the hero to their boss. That's inspiring. And you take yeah. that personally. Absolutely. You, and, and you always will. And I don't see that there's a problem with it. Dealing with it emotionally, that, that can be, that needs to have a fine line there. But you don't want to get too emotional about stuff. But at the same time, I, I strongly feel that how we emotionally attach ourselves to our customers on a personal level has a direct effect on their loyalty to us. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. So, so you're doing eco advantage. Um, you made this jump since 2009, you've been doing it. So 
has it been rewarding or, or, I mean, no regrets. You're, you're fine with the way things are trucking along. Zero regrets. Now, if you'd asked me that question in 2012, I might've been like, well, I'm not quite sure. You know, (laughs) um, hadn't gotten to where I was hoping we would be at. Um, but no, it's been absolutely one of the most rewarding things that I was able to do again for me personally, but this is now truly a family owned business. I started cleaning windows for my dad when I was five years old. So I've had a squeegee in my hand forever. Um, and that doesn't count the 36 years. I still, I only count that from when (laughs) I got my work permit at 14 and actually started as an employee for my parents' business. Um, but now my wife does the financials for the business. Uh, and my daughter works directly with me and to see how she's grown and changed and improved both professionally and personally. Yeah. It, it's a, it's a really great feeling. She won window cleaner of the year award, not this convention, but the one previous to that, she got to give that award to the new recipient this year. Uh, so, you know, that was a, a really great thing for her to feel part of this community of people that you really don't even know that's out there. And now to see her professional growth, when we go to some of our largest customers, we work in three different hospitals and they know her just as much as they know me. They'll come up to her and ask her questions and she's able to answer the majority of those things. So to see how she's progressed and be able to call this truly a a professional family owned company. It's not like we're just fly by night and we're trying to figure it out. Yeah, We are experts at what we do, but that has been extremely rewarding. That's cool. I've, it's been, uh, so IWCA convention, this was my second year to go. Yep. And uh, it was definitely, definitely was a lot bigger this year. A lot more people walking around and moving around and in classes. And uh, it was really exciting to watch. It was. Um, and, and just so many, like there's so many new fresh businesses that are, they're starting up out there and these guys, you know, I know they appreciate the IWCA and what you guys are doing and putting that together because it gives them so much information and, and also just a lot of encouragement from you guys that have already been doing it for a while. Yeah, absolutely. And this year was, we had a hundred, I think it was 150 first time convention attendees. I don't know that we've ever had that. And that is so cool to see because all again like you said all these people that are coming in they've never been around this kind of stuff before and now you're immersed in all this business all this information all this knowledge and it truly is inspiring to go home and say wow i want to do this with my business i i learned this i heard that i saw this now we're going to take that we're going to make that work it's really great. Heck, I I don't even have a window cleaning business and it made me want to start one. So (laughs) (laughs) tell it now. I get pumped though. I get, I I feed off of uh, people's enthusiasm, you know, and I I really, I just really love it. So um, yeah, me too. Well, let's jump into, I want to jump into some of the things you spoke about at, at the IWCA convention in Vegas there, because you, you had a ton of good content in your class. Um, but there was something I picked up on uh, when you were speaking. People really like keyed in when you started talking about um, these creative ways 
to get clients to gain business mm -hmm. that, I mean, everyone perked up and there was a lot of questions that were surrounding that. And even after, uh, your session, there were people coming up and they're asking questions about it. In fact, I didn't even get a chance to come and talk to you because <laughs> you were bombarded by people, which is fantastic. So, um, let's talk about that, man. Okay. Probably the, I think the one that people don't think about the most that I talk about in that class is how much you can get from giving back to other people. And I give the example of our largest customer. And I think I even said in the class, I, I do, usually don't like to talk about numbers because I don't want it to be like, oh, look at this guy boasting about all the, all the money he's making. <clears throat> it's not about that. But our largest customer started with a $50 job. And, <clears throat> excuse me, that $50 job started with me volunteering at the hospital. So what I was talking about earlier, 2012, eh, it's a little iffy year. I wasn't going to sit. I couldn't just do nothing. I knew I was sure. going to regress or I was going to get caught up in my own head if I did that. So I went to the hospital. I volunteered a couple of days a week. I was surrounded by people. It was good to do something, to give back, to not expect anything back from it. Yeah. Long story short, I run into an old contact that I had at the large janitorial company that used to run the nuclear plant. Now he's running the hospital. Fast forward. Here we are. Um, yeah, I mean, we're almost triple six figures with them. Wow. And, and it, if, and the thing that I wanted to make sure everybody understood in the class that likely would have never happened had I not been there volunteering. Well, I didn't yeah. know that he worked there. So I, it's not like I was like, oh, <clears throat> I know somebody that works there. I'm going to go volunteer and see if I can get in the door. I just wanted to do something. And then I happened to run into this guy. The feeling that you get from giving back is awesome. And then when you can now look back and see what, started this great opportunity and what really pushed your business to the next level. It's amazing. And, and, and it's something that people tend not to think about. I see a lot on, on Facebook where people are saying, Oh, business is slow. How do I get more business? How do I, what, what do I do? What do I do? And my first sure. answer is always go volunteer somewhere. Yeah. And, and nobody seems to think about that. It, uh, yeah. I don't know that I would have considered that. I mean, I, I do a lot of things in the community and I try to help out and I help out at my church and, and different things like that. And I've always kind of been that way, but I don't know that I would have ever as a business owner, if I were a business owner, have ever thought like, you know, if I just go do some great things for the community, um, you know, this, this might, and, and, and I know we, we should all, I guess, uh, like you didn't go into that thinking I'm going to go great, you know, get this great contract by yep. giving up my time. No, you went in. And, and I think that's probably where the difference is, is like, if we change our mindset and our heart set around, what can I do? Uh, how can I help you today? What can I do today? You know, and that's what absolutely. you did. Yep, absolutely. And it puts you in a different mindset yourself. I've always believed that positive attracts positive and negative attracts yes. negative. Yeah. And 
again, I see a lot of people talking about it. Oh, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm business is slow and I don't know what I'm going to do. And, and you can just read into how they're feeling mentally. And you can tell that they're just getting inside their own head and, and they're in this negative spot. Mm-hmm. Well, now you're going to attract neg- negativity. Even if you go out knocking on doors and trying to get more business, people feel you. It's not what they see when you when you when you walk in and go, oh, here's here's my quote. They feel you. So yeah. if you walk in with a negative thought, negative frame of mind, they're going to feel it. If you walk in conversely with a positive frame of mind, they're going to feel that as well. And being positive in your own heart and mind, I think, is key to being successful in business to to maintain that positivity and it can be really tough to do that. Yeah. Yeah. And I hear a lot of guys, you know, I've, I've talked to a lot of their, even our clients on the phone and other guys that I'm, uh, I come in contact with in the industry and they, same thing, man, they, they're just kind of down on, on the simple fact that they, you know, well, this is our slow time. So we don't really have anything to do and things like that. And, and now every time when I hear, uh, them say that I think about you guys and like how they could be going out and doing things like that, positive in the community, um, just to give back a little bit. And and it, things like that don't go unnoticed. Um, no, and even if you have a crew, I uh, I see a lot of people talk about, well, it's so slow, so we're going to do we're going to do training. We're going to focus on that, you know. And okay, we'll go train them on a building that's yeah. a nonprofit. Yeah. And say, hey, we want to clean your windows for free. We want to power wash your sidewalks for free. Whatever it is. I would like to use that as training for my folks. So if you don't mind, we might be a little slow doing it, but we'd just like to, to give back at the same time. There's no reason for us to sit in an office and clean the windows there when we could be out helping, helping the community. Now you've empowered your employees because now they're going to pick up on what you're doing and how you see the world. And they're going to now see that differently. Like, wow, we, we actually went out and we volunteered and cleaned this, this place's windows and they were so happy that we were there and guess what they're going to go home and tell their family about it they're going to tell all their friends about it now they're in a positive frame of mind don't you think you're going to get a better employee out of that too yeah so it it comes full circle yeah uh so that decision to do that on that one i mean you you are you had that time you're like man i'm going to go volunteer I'm going to do something nice for this hospital. And obviously, you know, outside of the obvious that you clearly gained this client, a very big client, other than that, uh, giving your time to the community and how has that made a direct impact on your personal business other than just that one client? Because I know, and we'll get into it in a minute. I, I know you do other stuff for other people. That wasn't the only thing. Uh, that you've done. Yep. We haven't focused a ton on making it known what we do just because mm-hmm. we haven't really needed it at this point. Um, but you know, it, it's funny where inspiration, <clears throat> excuse me, where inspiration comes from sometimes. And I think that's one thing that we always need to do is what else can we do? Who, who else can we help? So Again, it, it can be really random. What well, a TV show that my wife and I love is Chicago Fire. So we're watching it one day, and on the show, the firemen in the show had to go clean the windows. Yeah. 
So I'm watching the show and I'm like, oh, look, they're cleaning the windows. And they're doing a horrible job at it. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm like, you know, I bet they that's what they probably have to do at local firehouses. They, you know, it's a public service. It's not like they have necessarily huge budgets for that kind of stuff. Yeah. Hmm. I wonder. So I, I know somebody that works at a local firehouse. And I messaged him and I said, hey, uh, would you guys be interested in having your windows clean uh, for free? We, you know, we're going to charge for it. Just we're going to come in and do it. He's like, well, let me ask the chief and I'll get back to you. So he messaged me back. He says, here, call this guy. So I call him. Hey, would you like to clean your windows for free? And I was wondering if that'd be something you guys be okay with. And I'm like, yeah, absolutely. When do you want to do it? So we went down, we cleaned the firehouse and then we do that every spring. Um. So again, we haven't really had the need to, to do too much with that, but we put it all over social media and people love it. People share it. Yeah. And then, you know, of course we get a good feeling. We got great pictures in front of the uh, fire trucks. You know, I'm, I'm one of them old kids from the eighties. You know, I think we all wanted to be a fireman at, at some point in our life. <laughs> so it was like, almost like being a kid again, I get to stand next to the fire trucks and, you know, get the pictures and all that. And it, it was, it was nice. really cool. So that's awesome. Well, and that's, you know, it's, it's just a great way. And, uh, so as far as like getting, getting that, I, I mean, I know you guys can post it on social media. Uh, I think you mentioned something about the, maybe getting like some news guys out there and saying, Hey, you guys, uh, just, just so that, you know, not necessarily to boast you guys, but to show like people are doing good things in the world. Right. Yep. yep. Absolutely. You know, news outlets are always, especially local news stations, they're always looking for those feel good stories, especially yeah. in the morning news. They tend not to have enough stories to fill up. So they're, they're always looking for something. So if you come to them with this really great feel good story, and especially if you can put a little bit of a twist on it. So a good example would be, let's say you want to do some cleaning at a humane society. So you call the Humane Society and you say, hey, we would like to provide a service to you free of charge. We want to donate our services. Would you be interested? They say, yeah, great. Okay. Well, here's something else we'd like to do. We know that you guys rely on uh, a lot from don- donations and you always need uh, people to come adopt animals. What if we called the local news, had them come in to do a, a story on us there cleaning the windows or doing whatever it was that we're going to volunteer for? And then we make sure that we we add some stuff in there about how, hey, it's, you know, we're here donating our time to do the windows. But, you know, don't forget, you know, they can always use your your monetary donations to keep the, the pets safe and keep everything running while they're while here in the community. And don't forget to come and adopt an animal, you know, so you can take it and throw a nice big twist on it that it's all about them. So here yeah. We, we really want to showcase the Humane Society. But then here you are in the corner and you're going, yeah, we came and donated some time. But it's not all about us. We're right. not staying in front of the building and go, look at us. Look at, look at what we're doing. Yeah, we did this. But really, we're here to support them. That's why we're doing it. Because we want to help keep the doors open, too. News stations yeah. will jump all over that. And then you can put that on your social media and ask all your friends to share it that's the kind of stuff that gets out there and goes viral. Yeah. And I think that's, you know, you're, you, you keep saying something that's key here is so um, you got to kind of do a, a, 
a heart check and a brain check on, on some of these things where what are my true intentions? There's absolutely nothing wrong with gaining a little publicity from something like that if Not that happens. But I think it all also boils down to I've got the free time and I've got the equipment and I've got the know-how and I can go and help somebody uh, other than trying to just help myself. Uh, I can go help someone else. Yep. And the fact that you guys are, have the heart to do that, I really think that's, and people can see that they know like when it's genuine and they really want, uh, they know that somebody really wants to be there and they want to do something. Yep. Yeah. Again, positivity attracts positivity. If you're doing it for good reasons and, and that's a positive thing, people will see it and that will attract them to you and your business. Yeah. So what about, what are some other ways like that you can think of for some of these guys that are newer out there? So we got the volunteering and these creative ways to go out and volunteer their time, uh, give back, not only give back to the community, but yeah, they're, I mean, they're going to be seen there. Are, what are some other ways that guys can get out there and just uh, besides paying for Google ads and Facebook and all the stuff that people tell you to go do, what else could they do to get, well, one thing that I've seen work, and, and I'll say the first thing, I'm not a marketing guru. I, I don't know all the ins and outs of it, but maybe that's why I could give a little bit of advice on it. I know yeah. one thing that goes a lot farther than pictures is videos. So if you're going to go out and do something, especially if you're volunteering, but even if you're working on a job or just that's that you're a normal job for you, do a video about it and, and throw it up on Facebook, Instagram. LinkedIn, whatever media outlets that you're using and ask your friends to share it. Yes. Just say, Hey, we're, we're really trying to, to, to boost our business here. Would you guys mind sharing it? Hey, could you ask, uh, you know, a few of your friends to share it too and get that start to spread out. And it, it's, you know, then five people over here and then there's, you know, four or five from each one of those and four or five from you. All of a sudden, you've got this huge audience of people that are seeing the content that you're putting out there. A lot yeah. of times people don't know what they need until they see it or they get asked the question. Yeah. So one of the for this large customer, we have we do all their windows, we do power washing, we do floors, we do tons of stuff. The parking garage, um, I was. I only had a small power washing setup. I mean, I literally had a four gallon a minute machine with a 15 inch surface cleaner. And I had the, the entrances were really bad. And I said, Hey, would you be interested in me coming out and power washing? You know, just maybe like the 30 or 40 feet up to the doorways just to keep it, you know, looking better. And they're like, yeah, absolutely. Give me, a, give me a price for it. So I did. And I went and did it. And the whole time I'm thinking, boy, this whole parking garage is really, really dirty. So I did it. Ironically, somebody that was in my class at the huge convention was a big power washing guy. And he said, you know what, man, you really helped me in this class. Uh, if you ever need anything, just call me. So I went back to the content uh, contact at the hospital. And I said, hey, have you ever thought about having the parking garage clean like the whole thing? He's like, yeah, it's been on my list to do for the last two years. Why? You want to give me a quote? And I'm like, hmm, sure. <laughs> so now I'm on the phone. I'm like, Joe, hey. Okay, so I got a 250,000 square foot, five floor parking garage. Uh, what do I need? <laughs> <laughs> nice. So, you know, we 
bought the setup. We gave him the price. He says, yeah, when can you do it? And I said, yeah, give me a couple months. So we bought everything we put together. So we've got two eight gallon a minute power washers on a 14 foot trailer and big surface cleaner. And, you know, away we go. And we were doing that twice a year. We're down to one since COVID, but um, yeah. still, I just had to ask the question. I didn't have yeah. to market that. I just asked the question. So if you're putting some of those videos out there on Facebook, on Instagram and asking people to share it. Um, and I know hashtags work really well. So if people are looking for window cleaning, for instance, a lot of that hashtag stuff can help with that. And again, I'm not technical about it, so I don't know all of it, but sure. put descriptions in there. And then again, don't be shy about asking people to share your stuff. You know, all your personal friends, family on Facebook, Instagram, ask them, hey, share. Yeah. I'm going to put some videos out. Would you guys please share them? We really need some business. And most people are going to be more than happy to do that for you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, and uh, a lot of people were talking about it. And we, we talked to a lot of clients about these ancillary services, you know, where, you know, you guys, like your company, you're doing stuff constantly. Maybe you don't do the janitorial side of it, but uh, you're basically doing all the other stuff. And I, I feel like a lot of clients miss out on, or a lot of uh, owners miss out on their customers' needs that are right in front of them, where they can look and say, hey, uh, your gutters, man, they're, I, I just cleaned your windows, but your gutters are pretty bad. Like, is that something that you have trouble doing? Is that something we can do for you? You know, and it's absolutely you know, this, these people are going to be like, uh, yeah, I, you know, I've been thinking about doing that for three months and I, I ain't getting up on a ladder doing it, you know, and stuff like that. It's an easy way. You're already there. You've already spent the gas to get there. You, yep. Maybe you've got some of the equipment or maybe you got to go get the equipment and you do it next time that, but the picking up stuff like that, uh, do y'all find yourselves in those positions to, to do things like, I mean, clearly that one was a good case. Oh, it's every time I do a quote, anytime somebody calls me out to their building, I look at everything. So if they call to do a window quote, I'm looking at the sidewalks or the building. Um, if we go inside to look at the windows, I'm looking at their carpet and their floors and their walls. And when one of the things that I talked about in the class is fill a need for a customer. If you can solve a problem for them, you are their hero. And so if you go in and you're quoting the windows and you said, hey, uh, I noticed outside the, the sidewalks kind of slippery in that one corner where the water comes down the building and they'll probably go, oh, yeah, we have problems with that all the time. We can clean that up for you if you want. We can clean the side of the building where that water was running down. It's all black. We can, we can clean that for you, too. You want to quote for that? Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah, absolutely. Now, will they always go with it? Not necessarily, but a big percentage of the time they're going to because they have a problem and they have likely a whole list of problems. So facility managers. So again, I'll use the hospital as an example, the building service director, they have massive problems. If a boiler goes down, everything else is Get, is getting put off for that day. Sure. So if there's water coming in the building, everything is shut down for that. It's, you know, they have to focus on that. So they've got a list of problems. Let me pick one to solve for you. And we've got one coming up. I, I'm getting ready to send an email because here we're getting a little bit closer to spring. The sun's been shining. They have a courtyard. 
that's been closed for three years because it closed at COVID when COVID oh, wow. started. And it's green and black with all <laughs> the stuff growing in it. And they have these, uh, I think they call them serenity pools that are out there. People can go and get fresh air that are in the patient tower. You don't want them going out there right now because there's nowhere yeah. to sit because it's nasty. So snap, 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 three or four pictures. Hey, notice uh, this is looking pretty rough. I'm assuming that's going to open in spring. You want us to come clean that? I guarantee I know what the answer is going to be. Yep. Yeah. Let me know when you can do it. They don't even ask for a number anymore. But every single customer that I talk to, I'm looking at everything in that building. What else? What else? If you only offer one service, that's one thing I would highly recommend is look at diversifying a little bit so that you can have secondary and third and fourth options to go with. Because if you go out and give a window quote and you give a power washing quote, uh, in our example, we might give a carpet quote too. Even if they only picked one of those, I'm in the door. I just yeah. need to get in the door. If I can get in the door, fix the problem, and give them, let them feel good about us and our service, and feel like they got fair pricing, that goes a long way. That goes a really long yeah. way. That's awesome. Kevin, if you had to give one piece of advice to give someone like wanting to do what, what you're doing. So you, we got a lot of new guys, new listeners or, or new guys, new business owners. Uh, if you were going to give that one piece of advice as a do not do uh, kind of early in the process or anywhere in the process, uh, what, what would that piece of advice be? Well, I try to think about, there's so many things that, that come to mind, but I'm going to, I think the biggest thing for me anyway, was don't make it about yourself. So when you're going out to do like, let's say it's going to be that volunteer work, or you're going to bid a job, or you're going to even do some marketing, make it about your customers, make it about other people. It will draw again more people to you i i hate when i see videos and people putting up content and it's oh i did an i and i and a me and i and me sure turn it you what do you need let's solve your problem let's make your home look beautiful yeah. we want to help you so again, in the, in the instance of donating services or going to volunteer somewhere, may, again, make it about them. Like the example I gave with the humane side, make it all about them. And we're just a secondary piece. The, the reason we're here, by the way, <laughs> is we're donating our services of, of window cleaning. But, you know, we're here to really help them. And it would be great if, if everybody could, you know, give a little money to help them come donate an animal, you know, make it about them. Don't make it about you. I think that'd probably be the biggest thing I'd say. Awesome. Great advice. Alternatively, if you had one like, so that's, that's a do, you should not, do not make it about you, make it about them. What should, like, should they do early on at any point, that piece of advice, those same people that are kind of wanting to do this, what would that be? So this is going to sound like an oxymoron, but <laughs> 
make it about you. And when I say yeah. that, make it about you mentally, physically, emotionally. If you are in a bad, we talked about it earlier. If you are in a bad place, if you are in a negative spot, that's what you're going to get in return. Yeah. Don't assume that going out and making money is going to make you happy. Right. It may alleviate some issues and problems that you have, but it will not solve a lot of those. And in some cases, it, in, it makes it worse. So make it about you getting healthy mentally, staying in a positive frame of mind. So again, the example I gave that did wonders for me was volunteering. Um, don't think for a second that how you treat yourself physically by what you do and what you put in your body is not affecting you. Yeah. Um, and I, I give that example in the class. We are what we eat. And I know it sounds cliched, but it truly is. And four years ago where I was at physically, there is absolutely no way, none. I can say that wholeheartedly that we could do what we're doing today if I was in that physical condition. Wow. And it's not about just, yeah, I lost weight and all that, but it's about how much energy I had. I was just lethargic yeah. most of the time because I was so tired, changed our diet and everything changed. So what you are consuming, if you're smoking, stop smoking. If you drink a lot, stop drinking, work yeah. out a little bit, look at the foods that you're eating, it, whatever eating program that you want to do. It's all about you personally. Yes. What works for me may not work for you and that may not work for anybody else, but whatever it is, avoid all the preservatives and avoid all the, the high sugar stuff and the, the prepared things that you can get, avoid fast food, look at what you're putting in your body and make your, take control of your health. That will give you more energy. That's going to give you a better frame of mind. That's going to help you to be positive about yourself. Yes. And especially if you see physical changes, you're going to naturally be more positive. And so now, again, it's about you. So protect your physical health, protect your emotional health. Make that stuff about you. Don't underestimate it. Yeah, know that. I'm a big proponent of health and, and wellness and fitness, mentally, physically, spiritually, whatever that looks like for people. Yep. Uh, so I cannot agree more. I think that is great advice, Kevin. Um, yeah. And, and people have to take care of themselves there. People focus so much on business, business, business. And if you're not taking care of yourself, it's going to reflect at some point, somewhere along the way, it's going to start to reflect. It'll catch up to you. And, and again, what I said in the beginning about how I don't always know all the right ways. I know a lot of wrong ways. Well, I know all those wrong ways. So being in a large company at the top didn't make me happy. Right. Uh, eating the foods that I wanted to eat that were comfortable didn't make me happy. Drinking and partying didn't make me happy. There were mm -hmm. moments of happiness. Sure. But then the side effects of that were negative and I didn't see it at the time. I didn't, I didn't realize it. I didn't believe all the, you know, Oh, you got to get help. Ah, whatever. I can just <laughs> have another drink. It's fine. You know, yeah. but then being there and now where we're at, where I'm at today, I, I can whole 
wholeheartedly tell you from my personal experience that changing yourself mentally, physically, and like you said, something maybe spiritually as well, whatever works for you, mm -hmm. it can have huge, huge impacts on your business. And just the positivity that people will read off of you. I saw somebody put on a Facebook post, uh, people can smell it. Like they were, somebody was talking about how cheap people are. Oh, you know, you, you get on here and you gripe about how expensive this pole is or how expensive that power washer is. Your customers can smell it. Stop being cheap. <laughs> Buy the stuff that you need to get the right stuff. And and in some ways, I think that's really true. Your customers are going to sense that negativity and, and conversely, they're going to sense the positivity. So take control yeah. of your, your life and boy, it can make huge, huge gains. Huge. That's awesome. Kevin, uh, you, you've blessed us today by coming on and, and dropping some of these knowledge bombs on our listeners. And once again, for me, I've, I've heard some of this, but I've, I've taken in some more today. So I want to thank you uh, so much for being on the show. Absolutely. Um, I love it. Thanks for me. Yeah. Uh, and at some point in the future, I'd love to have you back. And I think the listeners are, Absolutely. Are, are, would, would love that. So, uh, listeners out there, if, if you like this podcast, uh, or don't, uh, make comments, talk about it, uh, ask questions. And then that way we can shoot these over to Kevin and, uh, uh Kevin, are you on any other social platforms that they can go to and watch that you maybe guest appear or anything? Uh, yeah, Facebook, I'm, I'm on quite a bit. Um, I'm in a lot of the power washing, window cleaning, carpet cleaning groups. Um, I don't really do our businesses on Instagram, but I don't do a, a ton there. But yeah, if you start searching through some of those groups on Facebook, you're going to find it. You're going to, you're going to see me in my profile picture. I, I actually have a tie on, but I still don't have sleeves. So you'll know who it is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Very recognizable. I, I think it's awesome. All right. Well, that's going to wrap, wrap up today's show, Kevin. Once again, thank you so much. Uh, and uh, for all the listeners out there, thank you for joining us today on Under Pressure, all things business under pressure. Have a great day.